<laughs> Welcome to Dr. Three, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard ranked ladder. I am your host, Kat, and along with me are my fellow hosts. Well, she's not here this week. She was feeling a little under the under the weather, but we always like to uh, keep in our hearts Grandmasters and Masters Tour Caster Dragon Rider. And of course, Major Death. <laughs> uh, yes, it's uh, it sucks that Dragon Rider isn't going to be here to give her imp- impressions of the mini set. Um, but yeah, she wasn't feeling very well. So we hope, Dragon Rider, that you are feeling better and can join us next week. And a speedy recovery. <laughs> yes. Um, so right. we had a poll two weeks ago because we did our full set review last week. So made you want to go over last week's results or the weeks before results. Yeah. So we asked you if you're ready for the mini set, the murder in Castle Nathry mini set that we didn't even know the name of at the time that we asked. Uh, we asked 27 of you responded. Thank you to all of you that responded and not surprisingly, 66.7% of the votes Two-thirds said yes, they were ready for the mini-set. Twenty, Just under 26%, 25.9% said no. And the other 7.4% said they were not sure. But looks like the yes has had it. And we, we got an announcement like within 48 hours and, and then uh, card reveals and then the implementation. So everything got turned around really fast. We got a chance to talk about the cards last week, and now this week we get to talk about how it's felt since they since they went live last week. <laughs> it is the the turnaround for the mini set. It feels like there's, I feel like they've taken away some of the, like the hype they used to build up with the the sets and the mini sets, and all of a sudden it's just like, and the mini set. Here's all the cards. Good luck. Go play. <laughs> I I feel like there is some sort of balance between the kind of almost interminably long hype machine buildup for a full set and the like express way I'm going to blow through your through your television sort of thing that they do for the mini set because it feels like there's got to be some balance between this like four weeks and four days that it seems like these two are, are currently sitting at. Yeah, it's it there has to be a middle ground that adds a little bit of suspense to it to let us like theory craft for more than like five minutes before we can play with the cards. But alas, let us move on to the news. First up, no balance changes coming before Master's Tour Maw in Disorder this weekend. Avar shared the update on his Twitter responding to a question about changes slash bugs heading into the Masters Tour. Tweet reads, Theo fixed, Chalky confirmed no balance, pages, balance patches before the Masters Tour. Dew is expected to be fixed next week before the tournament starts. I will make sure the admins calm this in the Discord server. So, and... If you're curious what those fixes are referring to, I will tell you right now, we have the initial hotfix for Mon Disorder mini set addressed constructed bugs. So uh, it updated the accusations uh, accusations effect timing to match the text of the car after instead of whenever. 
It fixed a bug where Theotar the Mad Duke would cause crashes if the card swapped with a choose one card. And they fixed a bug where Parlay would not enter the opponent's deck if the card swapped with a hero card. So Yeah, so there so there was so there's still an issue with due process in how it works. Um you essentially I think I think if I understand it correctly, uh if you play your hero card after your opponent has played due process, it'll actually incrementally increase the number of cards you're drawing, uh, which is really, really weird. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you almost, if your opponent is trying to get you to draw additional cards with due process, you can uh, exacerbate it by playing a card on your side of the board, the hero card. So they're going to get that fixed before Masters Tour this weekend. It does kind of make that card a little broken right now. Um, but the Theotar change was was definitely something that needed to get fixed because you don't want the game crashing just because they enter, they pick a certain type of card like the like the choose one card. But that got fixed late last week, like last Friday, I think it mm -hmm. was, uh, along with the thief acquisition, thief accusation, and the parlay bug, which I think were a little bit less of an issue. Yeah, um, yeah, I would say and, so. And, and now, and now we're going to get due process fi fixed before before Friday when the Masters Tour starts. It's kind of hard to with due process. You're, if you're not paying close attention, you don't even notice the bug. Yeah, like it's, I, I, I would agree. It's one of but, those things that's like not not outwardly broken, and your opponent has to play the hero card too. So it's like. It's very weird the circumstances yeah. that has to happen in. Yeah, it, the the card works properly when you like when it's mm. played. It's just it just for whatever reason something about the hero cards are causing it to to then malfunction. And and it, and it's usually and it's and it seems like it's the opponent's hero card, not necessarily your hero card that that, that changes it. So that's. It's it's weird. It is Car ma making card games and and things like that. It's hard. Things like this happen. <laughs> well, when, yes, it, when you do things very much like due process or do things that only happen in games like Hearthstone, yeah, you have to have solid coding to back it. And sometimes uh, the uh, the 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 pasta salad gets all mixed up. Ah, <laughs> uh, so. Next item on the list, uh, solve a puzzle in 24.4 to unlock the Deviant Delight card back and achievement. Um, so it is a post, it's a post out, on, out of cards, uh, which is, uh, gives you the, uh, is it the clues or is this the actual It, it the actually steps? kind of walks through the steps mm -hmm. to do it as well as like deck lists and stuff so that okay. you complete the triple question mark achievement and unlock then the deviant delight card back, which is pretty cool looking card back. If I do say so myself, I haven't seen it yet, but I'll have to go take a look. Yeah. So we have more new bundles available in the shop. Bundles include Carnivore Warriors Bundle. It's 2,000 runestones. It's a new warrior skin, Tier 2. New Paladin skin, Tier 2. 
five warrior packs and five paladin packs. That sounds fair for the price. You have the Fishy Finley bundle, 1,000 runestones. Paladin skin tier 2, five paladin card packs. You have the Tavern special, 6,000 runestones. It is 90 wild card packs plus three random wild legendary cards. And then Bob's Bargain, uh, again, 6,000 runestones, 75 standard card packs, and three random standard legendaries. Um, like, I, it's so weird. I feel like even though you're getting more with the wild one, it feels so like there's so many bad wild legendaries. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you really need to are are going to want to play a lot of wild in order to really I mm-hmm. think, do that because it just it it actually doesn't feel like that many more packs it's only i guess 15 more packs mm-hmm. but um i don't know i'm more uh, I, i'm trying not to be negative here but like Mm-hmm. Weren't, wasn't the whole reason we went to runestones so they didn't have to bundle all these portraits with card packs and things they could do things separately or they were going to do like you know bundles that aren't 60 bucks mm-hmm. versus the runestones yep i don't know i that i saw some comments about that today i i'm echoing those same questions being i know we've had a few where you could get individual ones but at the same time this still seems like the primary way that they're bundling these things. And it's makes me wonder why we have runestones then. <laughs> Just one. Just wondering. Yeah, it's, it's it's a good question. So, all right. Uh, Hearthpone releases complete guide to demon hunter skins. It includes uh, all the information about each skin, including release date, how to obtain, as well as visuals and sounds. Similar guides for other classes to come. That's cool. Like uh, there, there is 21 Demon Hunter skins cool. currently available in the game. And yeah, they give you all the information on how to attain it. The, you get a nice visual of the artwork, the sounds, all that sort of stuff. It is, it is really cool, really well done. I would say definitely check it out. And yeah, there it uh, the uh, the poster on there said that yeah, it takes a little time to pull all that together. So there yeah. are more guides in the works for the other classes because Demon Hunter actually has some of the has like one of the smaller numbers of of uh, of um, hero skins mm-hmm. of the classes because you know they're the last class that was added to the game. So. Um, you you know you think about mage and some of them that have like in excess of thirty. Yeah, mage has like, yeah, thirty. This is gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be. There's gonna be a little more work there. You know. You know what? It's it's not the lowest one. Rogue has twenty. Really? Rogue has That's twenty. That's right. Because Rogue went forever without getting a a, a new like. Mm-hmm. We had all those. You'd get a free. You'd get a portrait when you bought the the pre order bundles, and mm-hmm. and Rogue never seemed to get any of those. And they they had Maev for the longest time. They had yeah. like one of the first ones that was like given away was Maev, right? Yeah. Um. 
But it's interesting because, yeah, Demon Hunter has 21. But if you go into your collection and you click on heroes, it says how many you have out of. So, like, yeah, Hunter, that's nice. Hunter and Priest both have 22. And Warlock has 23. Warrior has 24. Druid, 26. Shaman and Paladin, 27. And Mage, 31. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying there's a few mage portraits there are, are just just a few kicking around so like just a few i mean it's cool though i mean it's like that's a lot of different options to, yeah. to have your hero portrait so it's it's very cool and i think that yeah getting that uh putting all that stuff together and like here's how you get it and where you go and everything so that's a cool that's a cool thing they did, so I I can't yeah. wait to see them do it for the rest of them. Um, okay. So next up, since Dragon Rider is out, I'll quickly run through tournaments. Um, we have obviously we have Master Tour, Maw in Disorder this weekend. Uh, dates and broadcast time starts Friday, October seventh through Sunday, October 9th at twelve a.m. So I assume that's APAC. Uh, time format. Yeah, that's um, that sounds right. Yeah, so it's a format four deck best of five conquest with a band. Swiss. Uh, day one is Swiss rounds one through four. Day two is five through eight. Day three is top si- round of top sixteen. So they generally do one of the t- top sixteen matches, and then all of the top eight semifinals and finals. And prize pool is a quarter of a million dollars. And drops earn up to two murder at Castle Nathria packs while watching on YouTube all weekend. So if you're watching it, make sure you have your um, Battle.net account linked to your YouTube and collect those packs. Free dust. <laughs> so, this, so this is uh, this is uh, EU. EU centric because okay. that would be 9 a.m. Uh, CEST, so Central Central European Standard Time. Okay. So yeah, yeah. So this is based on on European. Oh, so is that is that that's that's twelve that's twelve PDT. I assume, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So so in that, the East Coast, it's, it's it starts at yeah. It, it's three o'clock in the morning East Coast. So yeah. Yep. And and nine a.m. Uh, over in in Central Europe. Cool. So. Always, I love the Master Stores, so it's always nice to have a. Uh, like I love the Grand Masters system. I'm sad it's gone, but like now, like every time there's a Master Store or Lobby Legends, it's so nice to just be able to, to turn it on and have some competitive Hearthstone on. So like, I'm psyched. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. So. And I'm interested to see how how everyone is going to approach the meta because I think it's far from figured out. And uh, uh, yeah, but speaking of the meta, that will lead us into our main topic, and we are going to discuss our first impressions of the mini set. So I know, Mage, you put a lot of these questions together, so I figured. Why not yeah. have you be the the leader of this discussion? You do a very very good job <laughs> at it. So, well, well, thank thank you for that. So, yeah, we've been we've had 
Maw and Disorder out uh, roughly a week uh, as we're recording this. Uh, so I thought we'd go through and talk about kind of the new cards that we're seeing, decks we've been playing, surprises, and then get into a little bit of class discussion. So um, I was trying to pull up a list of specifically the new cards so that I could use them as a reference to to remember what all new cards there were so that I we could talk about what's been what what we've been seeing but mm-hmm. um hey can you think of some new cards that you've seen since the mini mini set comes out is there is there a, a one or a couple of them that had jumped out to you that that immediately spring to mind that that you've seen a a, a good portion of um due process i think due process is just very solid even when it's not broken um order in the court like people are playing paladin and order in the court is a lot of the reason why it is um let's see here other than that i'm trying to think is there anything that really is oh the the magister for for demon hunter yes the four mana five four that Mm -hmm. draws both players to five cards yeah i i love that card i've been playing some aggro demon hunter and that card is gas yeah literally oh yeah oh yeah that is that i i feel like that's what that deck was missing like that is a nuts effect especially with like uh dispose of evidence and bibliomite like and magnifying glaive like that is just straight fire like that that card is seems really good um and then you know sylvanas and then occasionally the jailer like sylvanas jailer was jailer was the thing very like early on it seemed like a lot of people were saying it was just like broken op and i think it's kind of come back a little bit since then but uh but sylvana seems like a really good card whether you whether you use it as just removal Mm -hmm. or you use it to actually steal a minion it seems like it's just a really solid card for the mana cost yeah she is because like like you said like at very least she's a six mana five five that destroys another minion um and if you actually infuse her, like, she steals that minion. So, like, I mean, to be fair, there's, especially with Insatiable Devourers everywhere, like, <laughs> sometimes it's just way better to destroy that unless you're Druid and you have a Earthen Scale ready to go on top of that. So, like, it feels like it's such a cool card because, like, there are just sometimes you're like, I don't want to infuse this. Like, <laughs> please don't yeah. infuse this. This is, this is, the, I, I just would like this to, um, uh, kill something instead of potentially letting my opponent, you know, feast on it, depending on where you played in the game. So, uh, other I think, than- I think the, I think the other card that actually is seeing a fair amount of play is the Shade Hound. That's the five mana six five beast for Hunter. Mm-hmm. It, I, I know there's been a lot of people that have been experimenting with a Rat Hunter deck uh, yeah. versus the Beast Hunter deck uh, since the new expansion went live, and and that that card actually that can put some stats on the board pretty quickly, especially when it get when it has Rush. Hmm. 
Yeah, I, I I haven't seen much of that deck. I've it's been pretty much when it's been Hunter, it's been forty card Hunter, and yeah. like you, I I guess you see the defense attorney. I don't remember how you pronounce his name, but it's like Nathanos, I think defense attorney Nathanos. Nathanos, okay, yeah. I always I'm like I don't remember how to pronounce that. Um, Nathanos, uh, yo, so Nathanos, um, but like he's all right. He does he does work, and he fits into that deck. The only problem it seems like is you don't always get the mama bears, and I don't know what like. I guess you could put the Rat Kings, you know, yeah. Death Rattle on him. Like, but is that really what you want to be doing? I would probably argue no. <laughs> well, I had a game where that I lost where, where somebody was actually able to chain, like, uh, because of Nathanos, mm-hmm. uh, had three different Rat Kings up that were all one increment off each other. As far as mm-hmm. death, so like as soon as you killed one, the next one would pop up, and then the next one would pop up, and and it was just such a pain to deal with because you like couldn't really, you couldn't really stop them from just sort of almost chaining, coming back alive when when mm-hmm. the other ones would go dead, and so I I don't think it's probably the best use of that card, but but it can be annoying if it's if it's set up properly, I guess. I mean, I assume you either want Sunken Saber or Saber or yeah. Mama Bear or Mountain Bear. I keep saying yeah. Mama Bear from from Battlegrounds, <laughs> but yeah, right. I assume it's Mountain Bear or or um, Sunken Saber. Maybe Assurance Saber, like if you have the um, if you have the Harpoon Gun up, could be all right. Yeah. But like, I assume you want some of the more immediately impactful battle cries so i think it's interesting like it really it's i i like i like the i like that card a lot because it feels like it does something that's super interesting it's very value oriented which i am generally a fan of and um it, i don't know it just it it's not flashy, but it does work. Like I've seen it, and I've never been like, "Well, this card was useless." <laughs> right. So, so like I, I think, but I haven't seen it a lot, and like I'm kind of surprised on that. But then it's like, yeah, some of the times I, you don't see a lot I of cards in that forty deck, like in that yeah, stunner. That is definitely part of it. There is ten extra cards, but I, I also think like at least initially it feels like the cards not a slam dunk has to go in the deck. I mm-hmm. I, I I actually I I played Beast Hunter today and I did not include him. I I did include okay. Sylvanas. They're both six mana cards, and I just felt like Sylvanas was the card that I actually wanted in that spot. And I didn't feel feel like there was an I, there's probably matchup or situations where where Nathanos would be a good choice to have included, but I just was like, I think I think I want to try Sylvanas first, see how that works, and 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 uh, that in the game I got to use Sylvanas, it worked very well because I used used her as removal, so that that was fine. 
Yeah, I can or actually see that. no. I stole I stole the M King Rafam. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's always good times. Good times. Yes. Um. But right. yes. Yeah, yeah, that makes a oh. lot of sense. So so what so what decks have you been playing since since the new expansion went and hit? Um, I was just like when it when it hit, I was just messing around with um, uh. What do you call it? Just I was messing around with Thief Priest because I was just like, I was like, I'm already at Legend. I don't really want to play high level games. So I just was messing around with Thief, the new Thief Priest cards. And eh, they're not great. They're slow. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just, it's not a good deck. Like, it's an okay deck. It's a Mimi deck, but it's like, eh. Um,. Then I started playing some Beast Hunter again, and then I've just been playing um, some just like Ramp Druid, just for the hell of it at this point in time. I was like, eh. So, I, so that's what you've been playing since the beginning of the month, then? Yeah, yeah. Since since the month actually since the, the month actually reset, that's what I've been playing is right. the uh, the Ramp Druid. So that makes sense. That seems like a pretty popular deck right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, I, I was really excited about playing Aggro Demon Hunter. I wanted to play with the new Magistrate card. I felt like the deck was really good before, before Mon Disorder came out. It just was kind of, um, my biggest problem with it was running into too many Beast Hunters, frankly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what happened, what, what happened was I went three and seven with my first 10 games of the deck. Primarily because I think I faced like five beast hunters in ten games, and suddenly that felt like a deck that I didn't really, really want to play <laughs> as much anymore. Because yeah, if you like, you can draw through your deck really fast and stuff, and you've got like the you you you've got ways of doing damage pretty quickly. But if they like, I was dealing with de- like beast hunters that were playing all their one drops in the first three turns. It's like they played like ah, three or yeah. four one drops in the first three turns. It's like if I don't get on the board and start pushing that damage right away, mm-hmm. they're going to be able to kind of keep me off the board until they can play their uh, the the hydrolodon or they're going to get their sunken saber. It's going to do something or, or heaven forbid the mountain bear comes out and then it's just like, wow, that's, that's yeah, I'm not getting through that. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is just too much, too, too much bear to get through. Yeah. And I think that's really one of the reasons why the deck is so good is just because it's like, oh, well, it can literally, um, it has so many one drops. It's just like, oh, of course it is on the board. Why wouldn't it be on the board? Well, yeah, I mean, like the early turns, there is so much, so many minions they can put on the board in the first, in the first like three or four turns that they, a lot, you know, some of them have rush, some of them don't, you know, depending on the, what the wild seeds do, they, the deck has the capability of really kind of taking any sort of aggressive or, or even just sort of any sort of tempo deck that is just, you know, trying to play minions and trying to get tempo in the early game and, and like establish a board presence. Hunter can mitigate that mm-hmm. in, in a lot of cases just because of the cards that they can play in the early game. And then they've got these giant bombs in the in the mid to late game that are that are very difficult to if you have not 
done enough in the early game to, to oh, deal yeah. with it. So when when they get that uh sunken saber and that pulls out a king crush or another <laughs> mountain bear or something like that. Yeah. I mean like the doggy biscuit, the trades you can make off doggy mm-hmm. biscuit and ramming mount and like yeah. baddie guest sticks around and and the 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 two cost spell, the wild seeds, so you got the bows, like there's so much so much they have access to it's it's hard to get ahead of them on the board so it's right it's crazy though i mean i well, love it yeah we're we're gonna let's talk let's talk more about hunter here in just a minute but i wanted to one more question about the mini set specifically mm-hmm. has there been anything that surprised you so far in either a good way a bad way maybe something that you haven't seen that you thought you would Something you've seen that you didn't think you would, those sorts of things. Anything jump out to you? Uh no. I I think you know what? I, I thought it would see more rogue. I thought that there would be more rogue roaming around. And I thought I honestly thought there would be like I knew that like there would be jailer tech or you know, jailer early on. Um because like that's too specific of a card. Like it's it's like it's it's a flashy card. Yeah, exactly. It's like it, you're just like I want to put the big thing in my deck and beat people with it. I, I I mean to be fair, I honestly think the only deck that can make it work is Druid. Like being able to that might be like, true. Like either after Guff or being able to go Jailer Naga Giant Naga Giant in a single turn and be like, okay, there's 26 damage or there's yeah, 26 damage on my board. How many turns can you Your survive turn. that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally, you cannot do anything to stop me. So, um, don't exa- know exactly where you're going from here. So that's definitely one of those it, things it, where I'm like, yeah, I, I think I agree with you. I'm surprised. I, I'm surprised. I think I've seen like one rogue so far since the expansion uh, hit. Uh, I also, I think the, I, I was expecting warrior to be better. And so I was expecting that I was going to see a whole bunch of, of the new warrior card mm-hmm. that, that gets you, that gets you the weapon, the weapon. or buffs the weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying the weapons expert or whatever it's called. I, I just was fully expecting that we were going to see a lot of enraged warrior and that that card was going to be a weapons expert. That is the correct name for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was expecting that I was going to see a lot of that card and I, I think I've seen one warrior since the expansion hit and it's just, it, it makes me a little sad that that the that those classes are not seeing as much play right now. I think they're based on the HS replay win rate. I can kind of see why they're not seeing much play right now. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that here in just a minute. But uh, but yeah, I was that's one thing I was expecting. I was not expecting that the jailer was going to see really any play other than um, you know in the sort of kind of fun meme sort of mm-hmm. sense but it seemed like at least initially there were some there were some pretty devout people that were saying that that this card is a pretty good card and, and that you got to watch out for it but 
like I said, I think that one's kind of come back to the pack just a, a little bit. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, honestly, I think people are wrong about the jailer. Like, it was just yeah. like, I was like, no, this, like, it's like way too specific on what it does. So it's just like, no, this isn't, this isn't like, it's, I'm not saying it's bad, but it's just, it's not like game breaking, which like I think a lot it's of people not have. Sire Denathrius, I think is what it all comes down to. I think Sire Denathrius does what the jailer can do, but does it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, Sire Denathrius is a threat right away. And like you can be unless like like I said, unless you're able to put or either you stick a board of like massive threats that can end the game in like two turns, or you're able to make a giant board in one turn, like with playing a 10 mana minion. I think Druid's the only one who can do that right now. Like it just, it, it doesn't seem like I know, I know Paladin was like messing around with it. And it's like, yeah, you do take half fatigue, but like, a lot of people are starting to run um, rust drop vipers again, just because of the you know immovable object. So yep, I I've seen one or two vipers in the uh, in the since the expansion hit. So yeah, that that did surprise me quite a bit. Yeah, so it's just like it's um uh it. it, it it doesn't exactly surprise me, but at the same point in time, it's like, yeah, this is, I expect this now. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's not, it doesn't, it just doesn't feel like it does enough. And the jailer's just there being like, okay, well, like I said, if you can land a massive board in a single turn or just be like, the 10 10 will kill you next turn. Like, it just doesn't do enough, so. Right, so let's jump into the class discussion. And mm -hmm. so we, we've referenced this before, but on the homepage of HS Replay, they have a win rate chart for, for standard. And they go through, and that is a kind of, it goes through and talks about each class's win rate at all ranked brackets played over the last 24 hours. So mm -hmm. if you look at that chart right now, Hunter is number one. And it's not close. 56.4%. Warlock is number two, 52%. Those mm -hmm. are the only two classes above a 50% win rate on this chart as of as of Tuesday when we're recording this. You then have Mage Druid just under four, you know, just under 50%. Mage is actually 49.9. So very, very close to being that next one. Mm -hmm. Druid 50, 59.2. Shaman 59.1 and then Paladin at 48%. So you've got a, a bunch of classes that are kind of like right there on the cusp of 50%. But it feels like the, this discussion needs to start with Hunter because they are kind of head and shoulders above everyone. We talked about it, you know, a couple weeks ago after the last set of balance changes that Hunter seemed like they were pretty good. Uh, specifically beast hunter was pretty good at that time it still seems to be pretty good as it goes yeah uh, i would, I would say are, so <laughs> yeah people people are experimenting with a rat uh with a rat deck with 
leveraging the 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 hound and some different things like that but um there seems to be talk that the deck is co- too good and and needs to be nerfed and then there are other other people specifically pro players that are suggesting that it is not quite as good as everybody thinks it is and that basically we we all just have to get good if we if, we, if we're going to uh you know if we don't want to get beat by beast hunters so i guess i guess my question to you cat is how good do you think beast hunter is and do you think it needs nerf um i think it's i think it's a very very solid deck that has a very clear straightforward game plan that's very easy to understand so like it makes sense that it has a good win rate across the the board it has an early game it has a pungent uh mid game or potent and uh, not pungent sorry yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> i mean it, it smell we yeah. don't know they're, they're animals they're beasts I exactly mean, come on and uh i mean you don't you don't know what's going on there <laughs> um but yeah so it's it's definitely one of those things where it's just like yeah there there are a lot of pot- i it just does something very very well and it gets there so i'm like yeah it makes sense this deck does something that um is very consistent it's just it's a very consistent deck and it does what it does and it fights off the early board controls the mid game and has a powerful punch late game it it's like some of its stuff feels a little unfair but like nothing in that deck feels like superiorly like really really broken in my opinion it's like the only thing i could see touching is potentially the harpoon gun to take the the beast reduction back down to two but other than that i don't think the deck needs nerfed i just think that like the meta needs to evolve to get like to catch up i know it was good beforehand but like uh we were talking before the show started I i don't feel like there was any like major like gaps in victory like it's just like yes there are there are um good versions uh uh, it's uh what am i trying to say it's got like pretty good matchups across the board but a lot of them are like 50 to like 55 percent and that doesn't feel like toxic like it just it has an edge right now so i don't know i'm i'm hesitant to say that it needs nerfs like i feel like if you're gonna nerf things there's probably other things in the meta you could look at so we 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 did talk about this before we started the recording tonight and it is it is one of those things where i i think it kind of just sort of depends on your viewpoint of where you know where you're where you come into this game and it if you are a pro player, you're probably not seeing as much hunter as as the lower levels. I think if if you think about it, like the beast hunter deck doesn't actually have to run any new cards. I mean, you don't need mm-hmm. to run 
uh, you know, the Sledgehound, you don't need to run Sylvanas, you don't need to run Nathanos, you don't need to. So you can run the same deck that you were running before the expansion hit. And the thing people need to keep in mind, the, the, the win rate is elevated right now, be better than it was before the expansion hit. But the reason that it's better is because people have been trying various things since yeah, the expansion. Exactly. They're trying other cards. People are They're playing the Jailer. Other decks. <laughs> <laughs> People are playing the Jailer. And so Hunter with a refined deck. We see this all the time. When there is a deck that is pretty well refined going into an expansion or going into a mini set and they don't and they can just go with what they've got. It really is on the onus of all the other classes to to kind of have to rise up and beat them. And if they can't do it or they're, you know, they're trying to refine their deck, Hunter's going to take advantage of this. And 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 like you said, it's got it's got tools to handle, you know, tempo or aggressive matchups. It has tools to handle, you know, more more controlling style decks. And so it. It does not surprise me that that you know Hunter it feels giga busted since since the expansion hit, but I but I think we're doing a disservice to ourselves to start immediately calling for for nerfs to a class one you know hours or a day or two days after after a whole new set of cards get introduced into into the mini set you know into into our meta. We have not given it enough chance to really determine just how good or or bad this deck is or or some of the other things are. We 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 need to give it more time. I, I feel like yeah. that that team five has gotten kind of now um gotten people, some people into the habit of I don't want to have to beat the best thing. I want the best thing nerfed. You know, whether it be mm-hmm. a few hours or a day or two after new cards are introduced, just so that I can do the thing that I'm thinking about doing. And it's just like, no, that's not how this should work. It, it That can be used, but it should be for things like Demon Hunter when <laughs> it was supremely overpowered and was having ridiculous win rates or, or like Galakron Shaman when, when it was just so much better than, than everything else. And, and it like deserved deserve that this is mm-hmm. this is not that i don't think does it need a nerf it might but i think i don't think i don't know if we have enough data to to supremely say that we haven't seen a report from vicious syndicate you know we have we don't have like tons and tons of games in hs replay as of yet uh but you know obviously team five and blizzard have a lot more data than that and mm-hmm. so it you know they don't think it needs to happen before Masters Tour. I and could it happen after Master Masters Tour? I I you know at that point I think you'll have a lot more data and can can make a decision at that point. I think that's a very smart move on their part too, because like I always I always feel bad for the people who qualify and if they put out balance changes, you know. It would have been this week and deck submission. Yeah, right on top yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Then you would have had to submit decks. It's it just makes more sense to just leave it be. And I don't I don't think it's like if they want to balance if they want to issue balance changes, I think you're right. It just needs more time. Let them go let the 
the meta evolve, let, let things shift around a little bit, and maybe find the powerful outliers if you want to issue balance changes. So, like, yeah, I think the the opinion that valid or balance changes uh, are necessary. Um, I don't think it is right at this exact moment in time. But they, they might be valid, but we don't. I don't think we have enough information. I would agree with that. I really would. I think it's it's we're. I don't think we can say at this point in time. So I would love to let, just let it let it sit and let's see if we can't um, give it a couple days and we'll see where we are then. Yeah. Let's look at some of the other classes. So uh, Warlock was number two on that win rate list. I've seen a a fair amount of Imp Lock. I think that's the deck that Mm -hmm. kind of popped back in. Again, that can kind of go under uh, the Beast Hunter deck, so that does make some sense. It also has a pretty good punch in the mid game if you get like the Imp King Rafam down and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I've also seen, you know, we have that curse version of the Imp Lock as well that that kind of marries the the curse package along with the early imp package to to draw to use to draw through their deck and potentially cheese out some early wins and that sort of thing and so um kind of like seeing that back in the in the meta a mm-hmm. little bit it seemed to kind of go away for a little bit it was popular right at the beginning there was the balance changes that kind of nerfed uh the library and that, and so then we kind of got got away from it a little bit, but now that seems to be seems to be a, a bit a bit more popular again. Again, I don't think that's a deck that is like um, doing really unfair things necessarily. It just sort of has a good early curve with lots of lots of like synergistic things going on. Has the ability to draw a lot of cards can buff its minions that sort of thing and so it, it does make some sense that it that it has been popular in this first week yeah it it definitely does feel like that and it's um i feel like it, it's it's there to prey upon the the decks that are you know like trying to run the tailor yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's that's like one of the things it's like therefore is to just be like okay are you playing druid well um here's imp lock <laughs> you know it's it's preying on the the slower more experimental decks and i think that's probably why imp lock is is high and it still has a decent matchup against hunter like it can like you said it can get under hunter if if you get a if you get a clunky opening hand where you get some of those like six six plus mana cards in your in your early hand and you're not able to find like the k k9otron or the harpoon gun or something like that you you can easily lose to an imp lock that way because they can they can spit out a lot of damage very very quickly in the early game and just kind of overrun you and and not allow you an opportunity to to stabilize yeah exactly so um and and i like i don't think imp block is just good it's just mm. a good aggressive deck so like it it's got every literally everything you want it's got draw it is um it's just got it's got tempo for days it's got refill like it is a nutty nutty deck it feels like so like i'm not saying that in a broken way it just it 
does the aggressive plan very well. So, yeah. So I, I, I mean, I think demon hunter, I've seen a lot of demon hunter and it seems to be both the aggro as well as relic. Uh, or if you're bunny hopper, you marry the two and see what happens. I, I, I actually saw, uh, there was, I actually saw a ridiculous hat playing against Asmodai in a game on Asmodai's stream and watched him just run over Asmodai with, with this, with this weird relic, uh, aggro demon hunter list. Mm -hmm. And then I tried playing the deck and pretty much lost every game with it because when it looks good, it looks great. When it looks bad, you're playing two separate decks doing two completely different things that don't really work that great together. So it's like, um, yeah, but both of them leveraged the new Magister, uh, the four mana card. That card, I think, is every bit as good as everyone kind of thought that it was going to be. Mm -hmm. And if Hunter gets nerfed, Demon Hunter, I think, is going to be in a very good position to to take advantage and and, and bump up its win rate quite a bit. I even feel like uh, I feel like Demon Hunter can run. It's I feel like I, I'm not looking at the stats right now, so like don't hold me to this. But like my uh -huh. feeling, having played a little bit of Hunter here and there, like that Demon Hunter can still get under underneath the Hunter, especially in the early game, especially if they yeah, get it, a, it a lady. Yeah, like a lady Steno with some predictions, and like I'm not even talking like. Like the fact that that the sightless magister is there, and like it's like you dump your hand, you get a bunch of attack, and then you immediately refill it, and you're just draw up to five cards. Like you get a five four body, and you can draw five cards. Like <laughs> it's a lot of consistency. Like the the yeah. aggro draw, like the the decks. The aggro decks are drawing a lot of cards, so the thing the thing I love about this aggro deck right now, the the one that we have access to, um, is is the fact that it has these cards like dispose of evidence and the bibliomite that are taking and putting cards back into your deck to when you play them. I think is really interesting and a lot of fun and it actually if it really does require good turn planning because and, and like something like the magister too if you want to leverage and get the most out of that card you want to try and make sure that you have you know a smaller almost no hand when you play it and and that requires turn planning that is thinking from turn one how am i going to leverage the cards in my hand, which cards can I afford to give give up and put back into my deck and set it up so that I can have these big swing turns, turn four, turn five with a bit with with the sightless magister, maybe turn six and and refill my hand and, and keep going. Um, it's this, this is not just, you know, Undertaker Hunter or something from way back in the day where you just play the play the card. They get big and, and you go face. There's there mm -hmm. is a more to it than that and and uh don't let don't let anybody tell you that that that's just some mindless aggro deck because this one i think you definitely have to do turn planning and you have to think about how your how your next couple turns are going to go and you have to kind of 
also hope a little bit that you find the magister or you find the 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 glaive that allows you to draw some cards because if you if you end up using the resources really well and then don't run into one of those then you're just sort of floundering and you're you're doing one card a turn and probably losing the game at that point yeah i don't think i can add anything to that that was an excellent description well, tell, tell us then about Druid, since you said you've been playing some Ramp Druid, because yeah. that has been, I think, if if there's, besides Hunter and Warlock, I think, or actually Hunter and Demon Hunter, I think are the two I'm seeing most. Mm-hmm. And then if I was to pick a third deck I'm seeing a lot, or a class I'm seeing a lot of, it's Druid. I mean, Druid isn't doing much different. Um than it was before i haven't seen the aggro recently but like i don't imagine anything's really changed um i mean i know they got that one card that can uh silence or silence or uh make a card or you know minion immune and then they have Mm -hmm. the other one that makes it dormant and due process is good so i yeah uh it is a, a good card, but it's also situational um, some of the times, too. You can build, like, you can build Druid to be, like, a mill deck now, too, which is weird to, to say in 2022, but, yeah, it doesn't, like, you're playing Sylvanas. Um, I'm still running the Jailer, um, and it's not always good, but there are some times when you can just slam the Jailer down and just be like, Here's a massive board. I'm going to kill you next turn or the turn after. I'm at 39 health. You're not going to do enough to take me down. So, like, so you can run the Jailer, but you don't have to. Sylvanas is amazing. Sylvanas works extremely well with the Insatiable Devourers because that's also an incredible swing. And sometimes you get, like, 60 armor in a turn by, like, like, playing uh insatiable devourer ping pong going back and forth back and forth and then playing sylvanas and taking the big one and double earth and scaling it so like it doesn't feel that different than it was before so like i don't want to say it's like super different so if you played um ramp before it's not that different but it is right now it feels more difficult because like Hunter's a dicey matchup, and you're probably going to lose to Implock. Probably. Unless you draw, like, the ideal hand, and your opponent draws literally nothing. So, (laughs) (laughs) it's a bad matchup, but, like, that's the way it's always been. Ramp Druid suffers in bad matchups, or uh, against aggro decks. Just always has, because you spend turns ramping, and they spend their turns hitting you in the face, so... Correct. So you talked about Mill Druid in 2022. What about Secret Mage in 2022? Because at least early on, I was losing to some Secret Mages. And probably, you know, we had a new Secret Objection that was in the in the mini set um, that's seeing a little bit of play. Uh, and you had uh, the Contract Conjurer that is the... Is the, the the uh, six mana six six that costs three less for each secret you control. 
I, I've seen a couple zero mana six sixes, which is kind of annoying to deal with, if I'm being honest. I've only seen them play a three mana six six. Like it's it's always been like one secret up at a time. Mm. I don't know. It doesn't feel that impressive. It feels like the it, rest of the deck yeah, is wonky. It just doesn't. Yeah, it's cut. It's come down in its win rate a little bit. I think. Uh, I think it's just under fifty percent win rate now, based on the HS replay stats since since the expansion since the mini set came out. Mm-hmm. But uh, it it did look pretty good the first couple days, and it was one of those things that I I actually was kind of interested in trying it, but I haven't I haven't had a chance to try it as of yet. Yeah, I don't know. It's it feels weird. It just the fact like the like the crystal conjurer, what the crystal cabal runner, whatever it was, the the six mana one that cost two less for every yeah. secret you'd played, like that remained zero. It was a zero mana yeah. five five, but it didn't didn't require you to have the secrets in play, and you had ability to cheat out secrets like. You can draw a secret now. Um, okay. <laughs> and you've got the you got the anonymous informant that can yeah. make them cost zero, but that is that is it. And when when secret mage was actually a thing in last time in standard, uh, it had a few more ways of uh, of making a a secret cost zero. And they had they had more to do with it. They have like Medivh valet, like you know, pushing yeah. damage, like. It's just it feels very incomplete and like the it, it might not be ready quite ready for for prime time in standard. But yeah, it, it did it did seem fun that it was there at least at least at the start of the the mini set meta. I would agree. I I think it's cool. Like I think it's cool that they're bringing back some of the the classic archetypes. So we paladin might actually be playable now. We we've uh, seen like there was a Reno Paladin deck mm-hmm. that was run, that I think was running the Jailer. There's there's been some more like pure Paladin stuff that's going on as well. Um, it's not like dead last in, in in the win rate chart anymore. It's not warrior. people seem to be experimenting it a little bit. So, mm-hmm. I mean that's good. Like yeah, it is. It's got some tools, like it's got some tools, and I feel like it's got a, it's got a few new moves. So I think nice. it's I think it's cool. Like I think it's really cool that like uh, finally we have um, uh, Paladin back in the meta game to see like he actually queue up against the Paladin. It's kind of nice. You don't that- immediately know that it's a rogue. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Well, it's, it's like most of the time now it's like oh this. Obviously, it's a paladin. It's yeah, yeah. You you would actually be surprised if it turned into a rogue. <laughs> yes, and and lastly, I think the other thing is warrior still might not actually be playable. They got a really good card and weapon expert, but it does not seem like that was enough. Despite the fact that like it felt like it might have been close before the expand before mm-hmm. the mini set came out. Wait, this kind of enraged sort of uh uh or injured um uh warrior list it gets a good card to to find probably its most important card which would be the weapon 
uh, but it still doesn't seem like it is seeing much playing warrior as, as you alluded to is dead last in the, uh, in the win rate uh, list at a 42.2%, which is, that is, that is stone cold bad. Uh, that, that, that is, is really bad. That's terrible. I, I don't know. Like, the last time this was an archetype, they had Risky Skipper. They had the the card that duplicated damage minions. They had the Blood Boil Brute. Like, they had a whole package and Battle Rage. Like, I feel like maybe if they had something like Battle Rage again, like, that could be a valid deck type. Like, draw. It needs draw. And it doesn't have it. And it's like, the deck can win if it draws well. Yeah, so can any deck in the game. Like, you could literally put together a deck of nothing. And if it drew exactly what it needed to at the time it needed to, then it's going to... Yeah, of course it's going to win. <laughs> so... Yeah. So, I, I would note, I, I was looking through some of the uh, different uh, ranked ranges. And, you know... Er, Part of the problem is the Enraged deck actually isn't that bad. It's actually just over 50% if you're looking at Diamond to Legend. Um, it's Control Warrior that's sitting at about 32% win rate that is that mm-hmm. is kind of dragging it down. And if you go down into like Bronze through Gold, you can play Quest Warrior. If you want to play pirate, Pirates and play Quest Warrior... That that deck is actually doing doing okay too. That in the in the like bronze to gold range, that mm-hmm. is still sitting in the like fifty four to fifty five percent range. So there is some things that you can do if you're playing if you want to play warrior and you're at the lower end of the rank bracket. It's just once you get up into you know into platinum into the diamond and as you try and progress towards legend, it's going to get more and more difficult for you. To win games mm-hmm. playing warrior yeah i i feel like um theotar makes pirate warrior harder to play too just because like yeah you absolutely have to play Rakara the turn you get her like you cannot yes. even remotely chance it with that deck yes. because you will 100 goodbye juggernaut yeah, yeah. yeah you will 100 percent have like three cards in your hand one of those cards being Rakara, Theotar will 100% steal it. Now, to be fair, though, I will give it an ounce of credit. Some of the times, they if they try to play Theotar, they just die on board anyway. So it's not like yeah. something they actually can play. But just something to think about if you want to play Pirate Warrior. So, so that does it really for... Initial impressions of the mini set. We're going to get, you know, we're going to get a vicious syndicate report this week. We're going to get more and more data. We're going to have the masters tour this weekend. So this, this could all be completely upended by the time we get together next week. And so we can talk about it then at that point. But for now, at least I think it gives you kind of a little bit of an idea of, of what we've been seeing so far. And definitely if you want to share your thoughts on, on the mini set so far, Please come to our Discord and, and share some of those thoughts with us. Exactly. You can find our dis. Oh, wait. Actually, before I get into me, the... yeah, Let me do the, the poll, poll question. question. Yep. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> Sorry. Our, 
Yes. All right. So we so we talked a little bit about the win rate chart on HS Replay. We talked about the fact Hunter and Warlock are the top two classes above 50%. And then we have these four classes that are just under the 50% win rate mark. And we want to know from you, which of the just below 50% win rate classes do you think has the best chance of making that jump above 50% by the t this time next week? Is it Mage? Is it Druid? Is it Shaman? Or is it Paladin? Vote, tell us what you, who you think, which class you think it'll be, and we will share the results on next week's show. Uh, this is going to be interesting. I, I'm i not going to say what my pick is. I don't want to influence anyone, but I I have an idea, so we'll see. Yeah. I'm, I'm very interested. So, um, But speaking of the show, you can find us on Twitter at Dr3HS. You can email the show at dr3hs at gmail.com. To join our Discord, follow our top pin tweet on the dr3hs Twitter. And you can find myself on Twitter at alkaline underscore cat and twitch.tv forward slash alkaline cat, all one word. And since Dragon Rider is out, you can find Dragon Rider on Twitter at DonnieDK, that's D-W-N-I-E-D-K, and twitch.tv forward slash Dragon Rider T-C-C-G. Mage, take us home. Sure, you can find me talking about Hearthstone. I'm really excited about Marvel Snap that is launching this month and finally getting an opportunity to play that. We'll be talking about those stuff. We'll be talking about D&D &D and other things at Major Death on Twitter. And if you want to check out the MCU comic book podcast that, that I'm a part of, Comics Over Time, we'd love to have you join us. We talked Avengers comics this week. Actually, they're called The Ultimates in the uh, in the series that we read. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's not from the main main universe but a uh, a different universe which is very interesting but a very great story please check us out you can find that show on twitter we are at comics over time thank you guys for listening and listening to our thoughts on the meta after the first week and as always you've been listening to dr three